0: What's up everyone and welcome to episode 139 of the Justin Insight podcast, a show where we usually talk to people who are involved in the world of alternative music, uh, but this one is yet again another special episode to round off not just the year, but the decade. Uh, this is the very last year, last year, last day of said decade and said day of 2019, um, so I thought I'd put out a bit of a special episode rather than me trying to scramble around and getting an interview uh, just to put out willy nilly to end the year off I thought I'd do a little roundup of 2019 and what it's been like for us as a podcast this year um, if this is your first time listening and the first time hearing my voice my name is Tim Birkbeck I am the host creator of Justin Insight um, and yeah this uh, this was originally going to be Uh, myself and a few friends talking about sort of our year in general but timings couldn't get together but I still wanted to kind of do the concept because I thought it's been a fucking rad year in, in music and for me doing the podcast and various other things so I just kind of wanted to talk about that for a bit so this is going to be a bit of a rambly episode it may not be very long but as I said just wanted to kind of put something out there to cap off 2019 and to cap off this decade I guess. I'm not going to go doing a decade in review because I can't fucking remember. Um, so this is just going to be the cool things that have happened in 2019, um, things I've enjoyed and so on and so forth. So strap in and listen to me ramble for a bit I guess. Um, I'm going to start off just by saying... Thank you to everyone that's listened, thank you to everyone that's subscribed, supported the podcast in any shape or form, um, so yeah, massive thanks to, to yourselves, um, whether this is the first time you're listening, 139th time you're listening, just yeah, it's all, all great and I'm really hoping to do sort of bigger and better things next year. Um, also just a kind of a side note it's been a bit of an up and down year sort of personally uh kind of coming to terms with sort of my anxiety and and things like that but also being afforded all awesome opportunities uh got to photograph loads of rad gigs which i never expected to do when i picked up a camera again about a year or so ago um and i personally think like my my work has come on leaps and bounds within the year um i had the opportunity to photograph graph converge hands. um try was going to do ceremony as well a fluff but i thought didn't want to damage my camera um but i've done knock loose uh three times uh done turnstile once done touche more twice death heaven twice oh no Heaven once this year but the year before as well, which kind of kick started everything, various other DIY shows. Um, so yeah, that's been a really cool opportunity playing around with a bit more sort of portraity stuff, doing shots with my good friends in Svalbard, uh, Watch Cries, uh, Beheading, and more recently, Envy, which was just fucking mind blowing. Um, the fact that a band that I was introduced to as a 13 year old by my older brother. Um, that I had the opportunity to go away on tour with them and then do a portrait of them before their last show of that European tour which was fucking cool um, speaking of tours I had the opportunity to go out on the road a few times uh, once again with Svalbard uh, did their short weekender with Morrow their run of dates with Comeback Kid and then most recently the, the European run with Envy which I will be forever grateful for and um, also did two runs with punch on this year in february we went out to to spain um which was really cool and a really cool sort of learning experience for me in terms of being a tm um so forever grateful for those boys and just also the more recently again in november did a uk run with them which again another really really cool learning curve but i think really went went really well and it's kind of cemented the fact that it's something that I wanna do a lot more of and will be hopefully doing a lot more of in the future, starting with the end of uh, January we're gonna be out in Europe with gender roles. So if you're a fan of gender roles, if you're listening to this in mainland Europe and you see a long haired ginger guy with a mustache, come say hi, that's me. I will be driving those boys around on their Euro leg. So yeah, it's been a been a a cool year in that terms uh, also, oh yeah, sorry also, quit my day job so, going into 2020 uh, without any full time employment at the moment so, a bit scary but f- I think, in general all round, it's just been yeah it's, it was needed to happen I needed to get out of that environment and start in 2020 afresh just need to kind of not panic and just realise things are going to all come together. Well, I hope they're going to all come together. Um And I'm excited to see what the future holds. As I say, I've got the Gender Roles Tour. got a few more tours booked in for later in the year as well. Hopefully, if all goes to plan, still on track to go to Roadburn. Potentially miss the stars, even though I missed tickets. But I'm hoping to be driving a band that is playing that. Um, so yeah it's all all looking up all looking up just need to keep an eye on the finances a little bit tighter this year Uh, well yeah it will be next year because this is going out on New Year's Eve so 2020 Um, also stuff with the magazine is is finally kicking off after me sort of talking about it for for quite a while Um, I'm hoping to have everything out to the printers by the end of this week Um, so I should hopefully have copies early January to mid January so yeah really looking forward to that Um, if you're following the An Insight magazine on social media the front cover teaser will be up I'm hoping on Sunday if all goes to plan um, and I get my butt in gear but yeah that's kind of like my sort of 2019 in a nutshell but i wanted to go into into detail with a few things um wanted to just kind of have a review of the year in general um so i'm going to start off i did uh, a spotify wrapped of the podcast so i'm going to go just gently through those kind of things because i think it's quite interesting not just for me but it's cool to sort of know what you guys are listening to and what have, have been the the "Quote unquote" big hitters for this show. So, the first thing that comes up when you do this for for a podcast, I'm sure many of you have done the Spotify, wrapped for your own um sort of music and and stuff, but with this you get your top three episodes. So, uh, which I got, ironically, I was going to say what my kind of favourite episodes of this year were, um, and the top two are the two that I wanted to talk about. So. Uh, the number one episode of this year was uh, with uh, Kristen Hater of better known as Lingua Ignota uh, number two was Michael Burden from the band Uniform and then number three was Alexis Marshall from Daughters now uh, the Alexis one I'm not surprised of actually I'm not surprised of, about any of them to be totally honest but the Kristen Hater one and Michael Burden ones were real sort of landmark episodes for myself um alexis may be the bigger name quote unquote but these were the episodes where the guests really opened up fully and kind of embraced what this show was about not saying alexis didn't either because he did very much so but these were two people that alexis is his own, but I, i'm a nobody to these people um and they very much were forthcoming with their story with their backgrounds uh and just talking very openly and honestly with someone on the other side of the atlantic f- on a computer that they've well me and alexis have met met now um myself and michael had kind of met prior to the conversation but he, he didn't really know who i was because it was at Flat fest and there were fucking thousands of people there And again, Kristen, um, I had the opportunity to do some photos of her live show in London, but we didn't actually meet. I'm hoping to potentially meet her at Roadburn. I'm not holding my hands up, but that would be fucking cool because she was an absolute dream to have on. But yeah, those were kind of really important shows for for me as well. Um, So I'm really, really glad that these are the ones that have kind of appeared in this, this top three bracket. Michael in particular, the fact that he was just so honest about all his troubles in the past, um, and and owning up to those as well, and showing that that is what has formed him to be the man he is today, and that's what this show is all about, kind of going through those past stories to show who has shaped the musician, the artist, that, that people love and adore, and um, Kristen again openly sort of saying how her experiences have shaped her music and the way that it shaped Caligula and how that now has been a record that f- has become very vital for many people and was in my top 10 records of the year if you listen to last week's episode so yeah really really happy with those ones and it kind of it sounds a bit lame but gave me about a bit of validation for doing this this show like i love doing this show it's it kind of gets me through week to week especially when i was doing the shitty day job um being having the opportunity knowing that i was coming home getting to talk to these fucking fantastic artists and musicians was was really sort of vital um and having people like the three i've mentioned as well as the countless other guests that we've had on this year like ju- these are just a snapshot um the chat with ash from Venom prison was really cool uh the facts we had um a member of brutality will prevail on the podcast as well like a band that i grew up with is just like it's mind-blowing that these things are now coming onto onto my radar um so yeah just wanted to kind of highlight those episodes as well and the fact that they're the top three as well is which is really cool as well so yeah we'll go on to what's next on the, i'm doing this kind of life quote-unquote so it's quite cool to sort of see like apparently yeah this is percentages up that's cool thanks again um i'm gonna skip that because that's just a bit random Okay, this is cool. So this is saying where people have kind of been listening to, to the podcast. Apparently, we've got a massive listenership in New Zealand. So thank you very much for everyone who's over there. Um, yeah, that's mind-blowing. I, I kind of... Uh, I knew that this show was obviously going worldwide, and that, but the majority of stuff that I'd kind of seen in, in other analytics that I have for this show we predominantly in, obviously, the UK, because that's where I'm based. The United States, because that's where a lot of our guests are from. Uh, various sort of mainland co- uh, Europe countries as well, because there's a bit of a crossover there. But the fact is going all the way out to New Zealand, that's pretty fucking cool. Um, so if you are listening from New Zealand, thank you very much. If there's any bands from New Zealand that you think that I should be checking out and getting... Involved in this show, then hit me up. Like, yeah, I I want to know what's going on in New Zealand, what the scene over there is like. Um, honestly, my brain is com- coming a complete blank of any New Zealand hardcore bands at the moment. So, yeah, if you've got any that you think that I should know about and should be on my radar, then yeah, please just let me know. But yeah, that's a pretty cool thing. Uh, gonna move on to the next little bit obviously why well, it says my my audience in the UK has grown 99 sorry 999% I'm not surprised I'm based in the UK but yeah so we'll skip on to the next one on this one sorry if this is pretty boring content but yeah apparently you guys also listen to pretty much all the podcasts I listen to. So this is the next thing that comes up on Spotify. I'd wrapped. It says listeners of the Justin Insight podcast also listening to Turned Out Punk, which is something that pretty much influenced this podcast. Your Favourite Band Sucks, which is something that I've only come to recently, but is a podcast I very much enjoy. Uh, Lead Singer Syndrome, which I had uh, Shane told on an early episode of this podcast. Uh, talking about Silverstein before I even knew he was a podcast host so uh, kind of regrettable that I didn't talk to him about that but who knows he may be back on the future um, and 100 words or less which again I came to, kind of came to a little bit later and realized is very similar to the formula I do um, but Ray Harkins like since listening to what he does is kind of been a constant inspiration for this show so it kind of makes sense that you guys are listening to that as well, because he has a lot of rad uh, guests over in the states. Who and he was he's very much involved in the DIY scene out in the states, so he has a lot more access to those kind of people than I do. But who knows? Twenty twenty, aiming big. Um, yeah, I'm gonna take a pause there because another thing I wanted to to sort of shout out was podcasts I listen to. Uh, this year so I'm going to start with friends inevitably so Pitch and Brew podcast as always absolute dreams uh, Danny and Brad I've had on the podcast a couple of times to- well Danny a couple of times Brad once I think twice sorry Brad if you've been on more than that but um, they recently did their top 20 albums of the year so go check that out it's a very sort of very different list to to what myself and my brother were talking about on ours um i realized i'm saying um a lot and i'm talking way way too quickly so this is what happens when you leave me to my own devices and just let me do things but yeah uh, check out Bitch and brew i think danny's got some some cool things in the pipeline for for 2020 um so yeah give him go give them a listen like he's kind of changed the the format of how he does his shows nowadays like they him and Brad did the bitch and review where they were reviewing records um but he would still do the the individual ones where he'd go out and interview bands it doesn't it sounds on the on the surface similar to what I do but the way he interviews bands is a bit more uh of the now in talking about what they're doing sort of now whereas obviously mine's a bit more past and we then talk about the now if that makes sense um so yeah that's that's bitch and brew um gonna also talk about audience please which is hosted by my friend Adam Valet um I only met Adam well in person at uh, our tangent this year but we've been internet friends for, for a while we're gonna be hanging out at Roadburn which is really cool um, audience please again is another sort of music based podcast where he talks to talks to bands about what they're doing um, he's had the likes of us nails uh, sugar horse frauds the S- yeah, snake invasion um this podcast is very early in its uh, in its life i guess but it's it's still a rad podcast um, the the Tangent review that he did with uh jamila from ithaca and internet sensation joe nan um is worth a listen to because it's really cool to kind of have those different perspectives of a festival that i was at um so yeah but also just go check him out in general again i know that adam's looking to do do bigger things in 2020 so keep an eye out for for that um also on the kind of friends note uh And also bass player, who will be coming up in conversation a bit more later. But uh, The Heaviest Podcast, which is hosted by Gary Trelease, who is the bass player in my band, um, and Sonny Taylor, who I've known since college. Uh, The guys basically pick... It's generally four albums that have been released within the week or whatever. Um, It does have a bit more of of a metalcore... Uh, they do incorporate some hardcore but yeah more sort of metal metalcore, hardcore leaning stuff um, hence the heaviest uh, but yeah they took pick four four records and just kind of discuss those and talk about why they enjoyed them maybe not necessarily always enjoyed them but they they've turned me on to a lot of bands that I otherwise wouldn't have kind of given a look in Um because me and gary do have some quite differing views when it comes to to heavy music but he is very very knowledgeable and like he's just always finding new music he's one of those dudes that will literally just put you onto any band all the time so uh he's kind of like an encyclopedia of like new heavy music when it comes to it so their podcast has been a, uh, a good font of that they sort of talk about stuff that they're getting excited about as well uh so yeah that's the heaviest podcast again recently did their uh 2019 top records list so go check that one out um and then sort of kind of finally on the on the music side of things inevitably well no there's two more i'm gonna shout out actually sorry uh acts to grind the the goats of Hardcore podcasting. Um, I haven't listened in a while. I will hold my hands up because I'm a bad subscriber. Is that the right term to use? I don't know. I just haven't had the the time to because I haven't been in my car as much because I don't have a job. Um, but they've always again sort of just the the knowledge that those three guys have about hardcore, the history of hardcore, what's going on in American hardcore at the time, at the moment. Um, is really interesting because even though I am from the UK a lot of what I listen to is UK uh, sorry US hardcore bands um, so for them to always like, turn me on to new music as well as kind of giving perspective on all the the sort of bands that got me into hardcore I guess is, is kind of the best way to describe it. Um, it is really kind of really interesting their um, Mosh Madness episodes that they did where they were kind of define, trying to find what the best record since I can't remember what the time frame was now. Was it two thousand ten to two thousand eighteen? But they kind of did like a a basketball playoffs kind of breakdown thing where they incorporated sort of Twitter votes and all that, which was really really clever. Um, so that was really cool. Um, so yeah, shout out to to Grind um and finally demo lesson is something that i came to, come to uh, more recently uh, so one of the hosts gray gordon is someone that i follow on social media um he doesn't follow me <laughs> no i'm joking um but it's a really cool concept of 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 a show um it's similar to to the heaviest but they basically get bands to submit their their sort of either new demos or new records and they will give their honest opinion on it it's not a review show because nate the other co-host can sometimes just rip to shreds some of the stuff that's on there and but i i find myself kind of listening to what they're listening to and um almost kind of disagreeing with with nate specifically quite a lot because some of the music they are listening to i really dig but then they won't um it's just one of those kind of things I guess oh yeah so you kind of find myself sort of disagreeing with with what they're saying but basically the premise of it as I said is they they kind of get people to submit music and it's been a really cool way for me to discover new bands again especially ones in America because I like to think I've got my, my finger on the pulse when it comes to UK stuff but the States is such a wide vast country there's so much going on there so it's cool that this is a platform that they're giving other bands to, to sort of talk about well not talk sorry oh, excuse me but to, to promote their music whether they like it or not um, and it has put me onto a lot of bands that I would have otherwise not have heard of um, and I'm now fans of Gel being one of them go check out Gel they're fucking rad um, Wraith another one um, I'm trying to think who else they've kind of promoted on the show who I've Point of of contact, sorry. Um, End on End. Yeah, they've just put me onto a lot of bands, which has been really, really cool. So shout out, demo, listen. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, Away from music and a bit more kind of well-known podcast, I guess. My dad wrote a porno, standard, fucking hilarious. The new series was brilliant, as always. Um, Podcast called Fuck's Given, which I've been listening to, which is... um, uh, these two women kind of like breaking down sort of the stigmatism surrounding sex. Uh, they every each week they have a guest and they talk about sort of uh, this, their virginity story, the last time they had sex, the best sex they've had, uh, worst sex they've had, and kind of the sex that kind of changed them. So it's a really kind of interesting perspective because a lot of the people they have are, uh, not necessarily sex workers, but either work within the sex industry or have some kind of thing to do with sex in there. But they've had um, people on there who are asexual. They've had uh, like fetish couples on there and various sort of things. So that's... If you're kind of into that thing and sort of learning more... Because that's why I listen to it. It makes me sound a bit sort of perverted, but it's not. Like The reason I listen to it is because it just opens your... your Horizons to like more openness, I guess, and that's what people should be doing, especially like this year where people have been so divided in various other things that this is something that people should be talking openly about. We'll fucking do it, like, why be ashamed of it? So, this I think is a really cool kind of concept. Um, uh, always is uh, all one of the again someone that inspired me to do a podcast, the Distraction Pieces podcast, Scroobius Pip has had fucking rad guests on again this year, I'm currently working my way through their end of year drunk cast, which is fucking hilarious, um, Song Exploder, I'm not going to go into too much of that, um, oh, I haven't read too much, but The Riot Act uh, is Renfrew Deadman, and uh, Stephen Hill, generally kind of reviewing records and stuff each week but they have interviews as well um i kind of got into them this time last year because they did their big fat alternative quiz of the year uh they've recently done their latest one i haven't had a chance to listen to it yet but it's always a good laugh so yeah go check out the riot act um last podcast on the left when i went and saw it live this year which was fucking cool uh, yeah i think that's kind of it really Oh, Ear Hustle. Sorry, I'm scrolling through my phone just to sort of see what podcasts I've listened to this year. Um, so Ear Hustle's one that's been going a while, but it's a really cool concept. So it's basically about San Quentin prison, and it's produced in there and everything like that. So it's basically just a different perspective on what life is like inside prison. Um, <coughs> so, yeah. Uh, but like the original host Erlon Woods has recently been uh, released from prison so it's now kind of it's still the perspective of what the life is like within the prison but also now how he's dealing with life out of prison and what other people have, who have been inside how they kind of deal with getting back to normal life as well so yeah go check that one out um, yeah that's kind of it really um so yeah that's the podcast i listened to for for 2019 if you're not subscribing to them already go subscribe go give them a listen um the reason i said i was going to bring up Gary release uh because i put out on so- social media because i'm that kind of guy um just sort of asking if there's p- questions that people wanted to ask people wanted to know about the podcast Uh, And Gary, who is, as I've mentioned, one of the hosts of The Heaviest um, And a good friend of mine, he was one of the ones that questioned And it was something that I wanted to bring up, so Here we go What's the word I'm looking for? Sweet transition Um, Not so much because I forgot the fucking word Um, But I wanted to talk about shows that I've been to this year Because obviously I've photographed a lot, been on tour quite a bit been to numerous festivals and that was one of the things that i wanted to talk about but gary has asked me um as i went to loads of shows which was my favorite one of 2019 um i think it's kind of obvious if you know me um but the have heart reunion show in leeds just because it was it meant so much to me i never thought i'd see that band again um and it was just perfect like the venue wasn't amazing but like just the energy and everything about the crowd there was no kind of egos within it like everyone was just there to enjoy themselves and have fun and it was just really nice to be surrounded by people who I fucking love in and enjoying that experience with um, so yeah Have Heart at reunion show in Leeds was definitely probably my favourite show of the year um, but alongside that, like, there's been countless incredible shows this year. Uh, Converge again, as always, just absolutely smashing it. Like, they played the Electric Ballroom again, which isn't my favourite venue, but they just were amazing as always. Um, before I get into sort of uh, festival ones, I'm sorry, I'm going through my phone again because my rubbish oh like more recently like the knock loose show at swx in bristol like it was eight bands i think i have talked about this show on the podcast but it was yeah eight bands obviously stacked lineup but knock loose headlining it and just kind of proving why they are like one of the bands that's going to shape the future of of hardcore um then new record a different shade of blue was obviously in my top 10 and then playing the songs off that live just sounded absolutely huge and epic so that was really fucking cool um Orville Peck which again another person who was in my top 10 records of the year like not my normal thing but he was just phenomenal live like that dude can hold a note, so that was, him at the Green Door store was really cool, Uh, seeing, now this was one that was a bit surprised, so I went to uh, Ready Fest, uh, only went to the first day, when Strife headlined, but it was so fucking energetic, and like powerful, like I'm not the biggest Strife fan, but having the opportunity to photograph that set, was just fucking wild, And it was one of those shows again that reinvigorated my love for hardcore. Like, I, I sometimes have a love hate relationship with hardcore because of the crowds, but this was one where people were just there to have a good time, and in the New Cross Inn as well, which is a really small venue, uh, was yeah, it was really really fucking cool. So, strife is another one. Uh, Lingridnota without a out is a close second to have her just because it was such a powerful experience and being right up and close to her and just like the raw passion and emotion in her performance like so she literally has a laptop some uh, effects pedals but then all these kind of lights and this sort of tarpaulin um, kind of effect and it's really hard to describe but she was just mesmerising for the hour and a bit that she played. Um so Ling- yeah yeah, Ignota and Have Heart are probably my my top two. Cult Leader another one who was fucking mind blowing. Um yeah, it's been a really, really good year for gigs. Um sorry, I'm just quickly scrolling through if there's anything I want to mention before I go into festivals. No, okay, but well, yeah. Also, first like those numerous festivals I went to this year, um, started off with Dreadfest up in in Leeds, uh, which was really cool because it was kind of like the first one that I've properly photographed as well. So Wormrot were fucking incredible in that. Um, getting to see sort of really good friends have the opportunity to play that as well. So bard Watch Cries, Punch On all playing that festival along with the likes of uh, Harm Done, who were probably my favourite band of that weekend. Uh, Droves, who I was aware of, but they were completely blue expectations. Uh, Unyielding Love. um, Not Get Worse. Gets gets Worse were cool, though. Um, I've completely forgotten what the band is called now. Endless Swarm, that's the one. Um, So, yeah, that was fucking really cool um mr stars fest again (coughs) without it's, it's just like one of my favorite festivals just wholesome really good screamo uh had lord snow fluoride um soul glow who i think probably took took it as band of of the festival to be totally honest. Um, Weak Ties were really fucking cool that as well. So if you're not unaware of Weak Ties, go check them out. Slam Dunk Festival, not usually my thing, but there was a really cool lineup. That was the second of three times I photographed Not Loose. But yeah, Not Loose played that, Touche Amore played that gallows who yeah we're okay nothing sort of mind-blowing uh but not loose and turnstile fucking owned that festival but glass jaw headlining as well which was was really cool um so yeah that was that was that uh fluff there Fe- well 2003 sorry before fluff getting the opportunity to photograph every time i die was something i didn't think i'd be doing this year but had the opportunity to which was really cool, um the arms were fucking mind blowing at that, um, yeah, then we have fluff fest, uh Val ceremony standard, really good crack warlock bayonet's last set, sports last set, but torso were the band of that weekend. they just considering we had to wait in the rain for them to play, then they they came out and they just decimated that stage. Um, so yeah, Fluff Fest was really cool. Uh, Tangent was really cool. Uh, Colt Aluna, sugar Employees of Surf fucking own that as well. Um, so yeah, festivals have been really cool this year as well. Hoping to do a lot more. So yeah, been a good, good twenty twenty for going to live gigs and having a wonderful time with friends. Um, as I mentioned, I put out feelers for a couple of questions so we've got a couple more which i'm going to quickly route through not loads um but uh simon walker from uh, rush decision and monolithian uh asked me what he also asked me what my gig of the year is so as i mentioned half heart followed closely by Lingua but he also asked me what my match of the year of so this is in regards to wrestling um I've got to be totally honest, I haven't watched a whole lot of wrestling this year. Um, It's just been one of those things that's just kind of slipped by the wayside, unfortunately. Like, I still absolutely love wrestling, but just, yeah, I haven't had the the time to keep up with it as much as I would have liked. So, (coughs) sorry, excuse me. Um, To be totally honest, I I can't answer that off the top of my head, unfortunately. I think, like, all the NXT takeovers that I've watched have been really cool. I think if you're going to really push me for a match of the year, it would be the uh, Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, sort of two out of three falls match. Um, and then their subsequent follow-up match, I think, just because they're the ones that stick out in, in the mind uh, mostly. But yeah, I I have kind of really fallen off the wayside with wrestling recently though uh, Bray Wyatt's The Fiend characters kind of pulled my interest in again I'm trying to sort of catch up with A-W-E. Uh, AEW sorry not AEW that's my work stuff Whoops. Um, yeah I'm trying to catch up with AEW like the, the, the first AEW event was fucking cool like the Cody Rhodes and Dustin Rhodes match was really really fucking cool obviously wrestling calendar kind of technically kicks off Uh, well it never kind of stops but for me it's always kind of started with Wrestle Kingdom which is obviously on January 4th so we'll be watching that and then hoping to kind of pick back up and and things I want to try and get out to to some indie shows again I I barely went to any this year but trying to catch up with Progress maybe a bit of Riptide, Attack the three that I, I was into previously um so yeah, sorry, so I can't give you a whole lot of, of details on the wrestling this year because I haven't really watched a whole lot, but I'm going to try and do better in 2020 and keep on top of of the of the old graps. Um I was going to I was contemplating doing sort of a wrestling podcast, but which might still happen. We'll see, we'll see what the what the schedules like and how busy I become, but it might still happen but yeah so that's that's that um another question comes in from will briscoe uh who is the vocalist for the band cruelty not the beatdown band the fucking cool post-punk band um he asks why are you so handsome well right back at you i'm definitely not as good looking as you so but thanks for thanks for the ego boost um uh, Liam Ravello, who used to be in Worst Witch, he asks, what is your favourite bean? Um, I'm going to go with refried because I love a good burrito. So any kind of bean that is in a burrito, you're on for a winner. Um, uh, Dan from Callus Records. Dan, I can't pronounce your surname, so I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm, calling you, I'm just going to call you Callous Records, Dan. Uh, asks why hasn't he been on the podcast yet? It's disgraceful. Let's hook it up in 2020, Dan. We'll get you on. We'll we'll talk all Callus Records and what what that's all about. All that screamo shit that you're putting out. No, Jakeen. Like if you're unaware of Callus Records, they're a really cool DIY label, putting out some really rad stuff. Uh, they've put out the Punch On Records, put out the Beheading Records. Uh, recently, put out pre-orders for uh, an awesome. 10-inch split with Chevalier and Surumi I hope I've pronounced that right I'm apologies if if I've said it wrong but yeah go check out Carlos Records they've got some some really cool stuff going on um, another quick question from uh, a very old friend but Dan Baker uh, he asks when can we expect the full-length record from the divorcee now if you're unaware i am in a band called the divorcee we recently played a show uh in november with which was the last one with our drummer tim holloway uh but up until that point we've kind of been spending most of 2019 uh, sorry not 2020 we're not even there yet uh recording our full length in dribs and drabs because we all worked i say worked because i now longer, no longer do <laughs> Sorry, excuse me, I've decided to do this podcast with no drinks at hand and my throat is getting a bit dry, so that's why I'm coughing a bit. Um, But yeah, we've been recording the the full length in dribs and drabs. It's all done now. As far as I'm aware, it's just the mixing and mastering that's left to do. Gary is the one who's better on that. But yeah, it's pretty much all done. I'm hopeful that we'll have it out into the world early next year so that will be out there for you all to see for me to run away and hide and hide from any criticism of it but yeah divorces new divorcee stuff uh, coming early next year hopefully um, I'm gonna quickly just check that I've got no more questions before I move on I don't think I do um... Kind of coming to to the end of me having a little ramble, really. Anyway, so you're probably thankful for for not hearing me go on anymore. Sorry, I'm stalling. Yeah, that's it for for the questions. Um. Okay, sorry if there's a random sort of glitch in the in the audio. My laptop decided to completely combust mid mid re- recording. So yeah. and um, The last thing that was just going to say about the the Spotify Wrapped. Um apparently this year we've made 42 episodes which is related to 2.4 thousand minutes of content as a, as i predicted top countries listen to the united states the united kingdom um so yeah just again massive a massive one and saying massive thank you to everyone who has sort of listened to and supported this podcast over the over the last 12 months um the final thing i wanted to kind of touch upon is sort of a bit not worse not music related as such I wanted to talk about uh films that films and TV that I'd enjoyed this year now I hadn't haven't really gone and seen a whole lot of films this year um but I will mention uh Avengers end game which was really cool um, and then more recently Joker which was oh excuse me uh, yeah, just an absolute masterpiece in my opinion. So they were kind of the only films I really, really wanted to saw this year. I'm sure there are more, but they're the two that stick out in mind. But um, in terms of TV, I've been recently watching Daybreak on Netflix, which is it's really it's quite enjoyable actually. Like it's sort of post-apocalyptic, sort of teenage sort of thing. You don't have to kind of concentrate on it too much, but it's quite enjoyable. Uh, the Virtues was really cool with Stephen Graham, um, which reminds me of the new the latest sort of adaptation of A Christmas Carol, which was on over Christmas with Stephen Graham, uh, was was really good. Um, what else has been good? There's been a lot of good sort of TV and stuff, and unfortunately I don't have all that much time to watch it all. There's probably been loads of stuff that you guys have watched that has been better, but I started quickly want to touch upon those um before i go just want to say sort of 2020 looking to do obviously as, as always a lot more kind of interviews a lot more in-depth interviews but we're looking to kind of do deep dives as well on certain bands like uh as we are entering a new decade kind of looking at bands that are releasing new music in 2020 but who have a bit of a legacy so potentially kind of getting artists on who are on their third or fourth record um and talking a bit about how them sort of things have progressed up until this point so looking to potentially do that um obviously stuff with the magazine hopefully coming along a bit more once episode episode issue one is out hopefully things will go a bit smoother in terms of me knowing what i want to do and people wanting to get involved um So yeah, I'm going to leave it there uh, before my laptop dies again. Um, But just, yeah, massive, massive thank you for everyone who has listened to the show throughout 2019. I hope that you stick with us for 2020. um, And just spread the word. Get more people into the podcast and spread the love. It really, really means a lot to me. Um, Happy New Year, everyone. And as lame as it sounds... I will see you in 2020. Thank you very much.